I'm Lauren Whitehurst. I'm a certified personal trainer and certified nutrition coach. Hi, I'm Sunny Livingcott. I'm a certified professional life coach and a certified brain health professional. We also have Angela Salyers, who is a licensed professional counselor, and the three of us together make up Whole Whole Life Vitality. Vitality. We teach Whole Life Vitality of the mind, body, and soul, bringing the physical, emotional, and spiritual together for whole life wellness. Welcome back. Welcome. We are here for another episode of the Whole Life Vitality Podcast. And today, I'm so excited to talk to you. Because. Why? Why are you so excited? Because. Share. Uh, it is my birthday. <gasps> Not actually today. It's but my birthday. Sunday, which I believe this will post on Monday. So my birthday was yesterday. Yeah. <laughs> and I will be 40. 40, which yay. Um, but the reason why I wanted to talk to you today is because about five years ago, I made a life altering decision, life changing choice. And that was to, when I turn 40, be happier, healthier, fitter than I was at 30. Mm. You wanted to, uh, age backwards. I did that was age your, backwards. that was your wish for yes. 40. And I was 35 when I made that decision. So even at that point, I was like, I realized that I'm not asking to stay here. My objective is not to stay where I am at 35. My objective is to be even healthier, even happier, even fitter than I was even younger looking mm-hmm. than I was at 30. And, and well, sometimes I think that people think that I think that's a regular wish, right? Yeah. Uh, Lots of people that I talk to. If you're a woman, it's aging is very difficult. Mm -hmm. It is very difficult um, because society, you know, it's even in the movies, you can have the older male Mm-hmm. But you usually paired with a younger counterpart. Well, what know? do they say? He, when a man ages, he's a silver fox. And when a woman ages, she's an old hag. I, yes. And it's, like, it's completely fair. unfair. <laughs> but it's true. Yeah. I, I mean, you, you're, we're bombarded with that. Mm-hmm. So it is something that is very, very difficult for women as we age because we feel less and less... Um, I guess, attractive, um, viable, Mm -hmm. I think, you know, it, it's hard. So you see a rise in Botox and, you know, surgeries Mm -hmm. and weight loss programs that aren't healthy. Yeah. Um, because we all want to turn back the clock Mm -hmm. because it's very hard. Starts weighing on us that, you know, maybe even in a good relationship, you start thinking, are they, you know, looking at someone else? Do they still see me right. as attractive? All of these things. It's, it's a mindset. Yeah. Thank you so much for saying that. Because as you were saying that, I realized maybe I should preface with, I haven't had anything done. Mm-hmm. I haven't had any Botox. I haven't had any fillers. I haven't done, I haven't gone onto the knife. I haven't done anything, no extreme anything, yeah. just shifting to a healthier lifestyle is all, that's all I've done. Yeah. 
if you are just listening, you should get to a place where you can look at her. Look at her. If you're just listening, you can go to our social media platforms and we'll have some pictures on there as well. So you can see, but, um, this morning I was sitting at the car dealership while I was getting my oil changed and I was going through pictures to try and find some for this podcast. And as I was going through, I'm looking at myself over the last five years, over the last 10 years and, um, thinking, wow, okay. That was the point that I made the decision. That was the point that I started to notice physical changes. That was the point when I realized that internal changes, like mental changes were happening. Right. That was the point when I realized, oh my gosh, this could actually happen. Yeah. And I just kept going. And, and those points were years apart. Yeah. Because I made the decision, I guess sometime late 2017, like fall of 2017. And um, then... 2018 started to see a bit of a physical shift and continued through 2019. And I don't think it was until, uh, maybe mid 2020 when I realized this is who I am. Mm -hmm. This is just who I've become. And, um, I got rid of all the clothes that I could have worn. I was like, well, I'm not going to, why would I have three different sizes of clothing? Right. Why? And someone actually said to me, I thought all women own like a range of like four different sizes of clothing. And I, I, that was kind of the look on my face too. And I said, really? And then I had to think back. And when I was pregnant with my daughter, then I gained 80 pounds Mm. and, um, that was a lot that was a lot to handle at the time. And I thought, Oh, you know, it's just pregnancy weight. It'll come right off. And it didn't. And so I owned the clothes that I had before I got pregnant. And then the clothes that I wished that maybe I could have fit in that didn't quite fit when I went to the store and bought them and the comfortable clothes and the maternity clothes. I mean, I owned, I owned an entire like store of clothing in my closet and the majority of them were wishful thinking. Mm-hmm. So <clears throat> if for the ones that are listening right mm-hmm. now, that want to know, what did you start with? Where, well, when you made the decision, I, ev- everything starts with a decision. Uh-huh. You make the decision first, but after you made the decision, what did you do? Yeah. Um, I decided at that moment, I thought, okay, well, if I'm going to do this, what does that mean? Mm-hmm. And I was really frustrated at this point because, um, I spent my entire, I wanted to say adult life, but really since I was maybe 14, um, going up and down and up and down and starting something and being on a program and being really fit and exercising a lot and eating really healthy and Beach then body and then P90X, not girl, I did all the things. I did all the things. All the things. And as a personal trainer, I was like, this is fun and this is research and this is material. And it was wonderful. I enjoyed it. But then there would be this very definite ebb and flow. Mm -hmm. I would be in the program. I would be out of the program. I would be on it. I'd be doing it. I'd be sharing it. And then I'd be binging. Mm -hmm. And so I thought if I'm going to do this, I'm never going to start over again. Mm -hmm. And so I said, if I'm never going to start over again, what does that look like? 
What does that mean? Because every single time I started a new program, I would feel miserable. Yeah. I would be sore. I would get migraines because my body, I would just dive in head first, you know, just go all in. And the detox and the process of um, pushing my body really hard would trigger migraines. And it was just this really miserable process to start over. So I just decided I'm never going to start over again. Well, if I never start over again, then that means that I'm never going to stop. Does that mean I have to go 100%, 100% of the time? And that's the conversation I had to have with myself. Mm -hmm. Because no, okay, well, if I'm never going to stop, then what does that mean? Yeah. Does that mean I can never rest? That just means that whatever I'm doing is consistent enough that there's room for rest and there's room for growth and there's room to push hard. Did you start kind of tailoring your workouts or did you still follow programs? Like what, what's the step when you go from the P90X to I'm not going to quit. Mm -hmm. So was it like a small start where you said, okay, I'm just going to, I'm going to make sure I get movement every day, like some sort of movement. Like what was that point for you? Since I started, since I said, I'm never going to stop again, then I had to give myself an insane amount of grace Yeah, because I was like, okay, if I'm not going to ever stop again, then this has to look like something that will work for me Absolutely, forever. Absolutely. So I found, um, some apps that I like. I am a personal trainer. I do put together programs and that's so fun. But as a personal trainer, I do it for a living, which means that when it comes to programming myself, sometimes I just want to turn my mind off. Yeah. So I found some apps and things that I liked and I would go to the gym and I would open up my app and I would go through and see what it said it wanted me to do. And I'd be like, I don't want to do that or that or that. Okay. Yeah, but I'll do that. Sure. And so I would just do what I wanted to do. That's (laughs) awesome. So it was not about, and we talked about this, it was not about perfection. Not even close. It was about, you know, setting a habit and showing up. Mm-hmm. You were trying to build the muscle of movement, yep. like putting your health first. Mm-hmm. And it's so important with anything that we start that we don't dive into the deep end if we don't know how to swim. Right. Because you're going to flail around. Mm-hmm try to get yourself, you know, back to safety and then say, I'm not doing that again. Yep. Forget it. Yeah. Forget it. If that's what it feels like, I'm not doing it again. Mm -hmm. So, you know, when making that decision, even, you know, for your health, you had to decide for my body, I need to focus on what's good for my body. What's good Mm -hmm. for my brain, uh, is McDonald's good for my body or good for my brain? You had to make that decision. Not last time I checked. <laughs> so it but. might mean that you you decided I'm going to sacrifice, you know, the I don't even instant know. gratification. Yes, and you know the easy route mm-hmm. of just you know it's game day. So my kid has this much time, and da 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 da. I can just go through real quick and just get him a happy meal. Right. You sacrificed that for okay. I know what I have tomorrow. Let me reverse engineer and plan that. And right. You know, well, and I guess even just changing my dialogue because I stopped thinking about it as a sacrifice. Yes. And I, I, what would the sacrifice be here? Well, the sacrifice would be telling myself 
fine, you can have this now, or you can do this now, or, or don't worry about taking care of yourself. Um, but you're not going to hit your end goal. And that would have been the sacrifice and, um, preparing the food for myself or I do go through the drive through sometimes Mm -hmm. and I do today I, I needed quick food. So I ran by the grocery store and I grabbed something from the produce department and it was great. Mm -hmm. And that I guarantee you people did not take me longer than going through a drive through. Right. It did not. Yes. Um, and it did not cost more right than going through uh, a drive through. Absolutely. And when going eight, through the drive through lately, yeah, it's I spent absurd. $8 this morning. I got a bag of salad with all the fixings that had the dressing. It had cheese. It has croutons. It had everything I needed in that bag of salad. And I got myself a yummy drink yeah. and I spent $8. Yeah. I As, cannot go to Chick-fil-A and get that. Uh, no, you won't. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the last time I went through a drive through for one meal, it was over 10 bucks. Yeah. For yep. one. Mm-hmm. And that wasn't, you know, we live in the South. I don't know where it is, wherever you guys right. are. But when they ask you, do you want to large, extra, super size, mm. modify it? I said no. So this was a normal size yep. meal that was still over $10. Mm-hmm. And you're like, I know I'm not eating Kobe beef. So yep. what <laughs> What am I paying for here? Um, but it's so true. We, It's a mindset. It is a complete that, mindset. That health has to be hard mm-hmm. and it has to be, um, that you're going to sacrifice, that you're going to give up, you know, your, your fun, you're going to give up sleep. You're going to give up things that make you happy in order to be healthy. Yeah. <laughs> I, even how you said it, you're like, healthy. healthy. it's so funny because I, there's this trending sound on social media going around that said, it's something like, what does this world look like when eating real food that's grown in nature is considered being on a diet? Yes. You know, you're like, you're just consuming real food. You're yes. just consuming food that is grown naturally. Yeah. And somehow that's being on a diet. That's being on a diet. Just what, what God made, what mm-hmm. God grew. If you eat that, you're almost like, what, what are you doing? What, what diet are you on? What plan are you, are you trying to lose weight? That type of thing. And you're right. Like, it's a cucumber. Yep. I'm oh, eating and a cucumber. Oh, so del- you're, so you're making me hungry. You're like, <laughs> cucumber. Oh, that sounds so good. Um, I will say one of the biggest things that I noticed though, over the course of this process is the association that people have, I shifted minds, my mindset. And so I knew what my goal was and I knew what I wanted to do. But so many people that I met would say, oh, you're eating that. And they would feel bad for me. It's like they were having an emotional reaction to what I was consuming. Yeah. And I would reassure them, no, this is really delicious. And I love it. I'm like, oh, well, we should go out to eat and we'll get steaks. Now, don't get me wrong. There is nothing wrong with the good steak. Uh, your husband loves them. My husband it's loves them. It's his favorite food. Them. Yes. <laughs> I do not love a steak. That is not my preferred meal. Mm-hmm. I Honestly, if I'm going to go out, I usually want fish. Yeah. Uh, because I love fish. <laughs> maybe I don't always see I do not love fish. <laughs> I love fish. Um, salmon. Oh, yeah. Uh, chicken is good. I love... I love lots of things, but steak is just not my go-to. And I would say, you know what? That's okay. We can go out and I'll get a salad. And she looked at me like she was just so disappointed. And she goes, you know what? Maybe we should just not go out. Mm. I just, I, what's the point of even going if you're just going to get a salad? Yeah. And I'm like, just get a salad. Have you seen some of the salads you can get? Uh, so yummy yeah well you were tapping into something that made her feel bad (laughs) exactly 
exactly. And that's where we have to remember that part of being an emotionally mature adult is taking responsibility for your physical, spiritual, and emotional well-being and allowing others to do the same. Right. That's something that was shared with me by a friend and it hit me hard because I was like, Oh my goodness. I think that we always forget that last part, Mm -hmm. letting others do the same. Right. I don't need to take responsibility for her emotional response to my food choice. Mm -hmm. And uh, yes, 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 (laughs) yes. If you want to, you know, have the, the party and you really like this kind of food. It's your party. Serve whatever food you want. Oh, for sure. You've come to parties at my house. You know, we serve all sorts of yummy food. Yes. Yes. And I think people are so shocked by that, that you're still, you're normal, even though you, you know, are a nutritionist and a personal trainer. And they're like, whoa, she still has chips and dip at her party. Yeah. She makes the dip. And it's real good. And it's really good. (laughs) She still has sweets. Mm -hmm. She still has carbs. She eats carbs. She does. That's true. She eats carbs. She has meat. Mm -hmm. She has dips. Yep. She, we have sweets. We have sweets. I think one of the biggest things that I hear uh, from my clients surrounding nutrition is, well, I ate a potato. And I was like, I'm sorry, was there something wrong with your potato? Was it? Was it not good? Well, but potatoes aren't good, right? What do you mean they're not good? Did it not taste good? Well, no, I mean it's not good. You know, because it's a carbohydrate. And I'm like, keto, <laughs> keto diets has got. They have everyone believing that a potato is bad for you now. So many vital nutrients that are amazing for your body. Oh my goodness, we could do. I'm not even kidding you when I say I could do like an entire podcast just on the amazingness of a potato, Uh, but we'll save that for another day, but eat the potatoes. Oh my gosh. They're so good for you. I, the entire time that I was making this shift, a lot of my carbohydrates were coming from potatoes Mm -hmm. and from quinoa and from whole grain sources. And I ate a lot of produce. And even today, my kids will come and ask me, they'll say, mom, can I have a cookie? And I'll say, what did you eat? (coughs) And they'll say, well, I had lunch. Okay. What did you have for lunch? And they'll tell me, I'll say, did you have protein and produce? And they'll tell me what they had. And I'm like, okay, cool. You had some protein and you had some produce. Sure have a cookie. So as long as they've had that, the protein and the produce, then it's fine. We, we balance our diets in our house. And I say we balance our diets because if you're consuming food, it's a diet. Yes. It's, this isn't this like negative four letter word. Actually, when I talk to my clients, I refer to it as their nutrition because the word diet has become so triggering for people. Then I'll tell them, it's okay. I'm not going to put you on a diet. And every single one of my clients is on a different nutrition plan Mm -hmm. based on their particular needs. I actually have clients that we have not modified their nutrition at all because emotionally they can only handle one thing at a time. And that one thing at a time might be just adding activity at first. Right. Just working out, Mm -hmm. just getting the movement. Yep. Or just working on your mindset at first. Well, I mean, with life coaching, I don't give them all of the steps. Mm-hmm. It's a process. Yep. You have to get to the point that it's a snowball. Mm-hmm. You you start making the changes and then you add in 
the other things when you're mentally and emotionally available to do so. Yep. So, yep. Um, they have done studies on people who have um, extended weight loss, and the studies have shown that people who lose weight and maintain that for a five-year process are way more likely to never gain that weight back. Absolutely. And so when looking at that path for myself, I thought, well, I'm, you know, I had just turned 35 and I thought, you know what, that's, that's about right. Mm -hmm. You know, then at that point I'll have been solidified into where I want to be. Yeah. So then that's just who I am. And, um, I'm not going to lie that when I had that realization of, whoa, this is 40 and oh my gosh, I did it. Yeah. It was a little bit mind blowing. Yes. It, it's amazing. Mind blowing in the best way. Mind blowing in the best way. But there are moments, even now, years later, I've been in this space for a long time now. Like this is definitely who I am. When I look in the mirror and I still see that woman who is over 200 pounds. Yeah. And what I usually do at that point is I grab my phone and I take a picture of that person in the mirror because I know what I'm seeing is not real. Absolutely. It's not real life. So then I turn the phone around and every single time it surprises me because mm -hmm. I see that person and it's like this person in my head is not the same as that person mm -hmm. in the picture. And I'm like, Oh, they look pretty good. Just proof of how mental Mm -hmm. how mental your health is. Yeah. And when I made that decision at 35, it wasn't because I didn't like who I was. It wasn't because I didn't think I was pretty. Right. It wasn't because I thought that I was not lovable in yeah. some way or another. Or your husband was telling you to be different or look different. Or right. Actually, um, I just said to my husband the other day, and I think I've said this to him so many times, just over the course of the 18 years we've been together, just because I fluctuated so much and I know I am not even remotely close to the same person that he met all mm -hmm. those years ago. But I said, thank you so much for who you are and for loving me the way that you do, because he has never made me feel anything less than beautiful. Mm. He's always looked at me the exact same way, no matter what size I was, That's no matter beautiful. where I was mentally or physically. And that is a huge blessing. It's a blessing. That's, that's the way it should be. Yeah. It's pretty amazing. So no, none of this was a push from someone else. This was all just my desire to get to a place where I was happier, yeah. not because I wasn't happy, but so that I could be happier and healthier and fitter, you know? And that's what you, that's what you have to have to change. You have mm -hmm. to have a desire. If it's not something that you desire for yourself, it's not going to happen. Yeah. Because it's going to get hard. Yep. It's, it's going to get emotional. So hard. And without a desire backing it, mm. you just give up. Yeah. And what I would love for you to realize is I could step-by-step step walk you through every single thing that I have done over the last five years. Mm -hmm. But that's my journey. Right. And your journey is going to look different than my journey. Mm -hmm. And maybe my journey took five years and maybe your journey will take six months or a year or 10 years. Mm -hmm. But no matter how long it takes or what your journey looks like, 
you are going to feel better and better and better and better over the course of that journey. Cause it yeah. wasn't just five years later, I woke up one morning and I was like, Ooh, I feel good. Yeah. It just continually got better. Yes. Because you are telling yourself that you're worth it. Mm-hmm. Every time you show up for yourself, you're telling yourself you're worth it. Yep. All right. Well, so everyone wish Lauren a happy birthday. Oh, thank you. Send her a happy birthday. You're so sweet. She makes 40 look good. <laughs> if you well, can't see her, get on social media because it'll be just... Sunny did it for me first. She she led the way. She <laughs> she turned 40, what, two months ago? July. Yeah. July 26th. Yeah. Yes. So just a couple I, months ago, yeah. you just, you just showed me how good it was going to look. Yeah. Well, I showed you that the sun still comes up. That's right. After turning 40, <laughs> you know, because right. immediately, you know, we think 40, but it doesn't have to, it doesn't have to be that way. Yeah. I, um, truly it, it hurt my husband, him turning 40 more than it hurt me. And I thought it would be opposite. Really? Mm-mm. I was just, I was just there for it. <laughs> I think the, just to leave you on one more note, when 40 started getting closer and closer and I realized that I had made that goal, I was so excited to turn Mm -hmm. 40. Yeah. And I was excited about that next milestone because then I could tell people I'm 40. Yes. Yes. (laughs) And again, just mindset. You're like, Oh, I'm 40 and I am not where I want to be or I'm 40 and I put in the work. So look at where you are right now. Look at where you want to be five years from now. Mm -hmm. If you're 40 and you, you know, 45, what do you want 45 to look like? Do you want to be sitting there at 45 or 55 or 65 and looking back saying, Oh, I wish that I had. Right. Yeah. Truly. What do you want? Yeah. Uh, Lauren and I have decided that we want to learn a new language. Yep. So we're going to keep you posted on that. That's right. But that's our next goal. See. We'll see. (laughs) There's a little hint there. A little hint. So stay tuned. (laughs) That's right. If you're not sure what the program is for you, what that looks like for you, what your journey is going to look like, we have your mindset needs here. We have your physical and nutritional needs here. So please reach out because we would love to walk you through your journey. You will actually speak to us. That's right. Yep. Thank you so much for checking in today. We'll see you next time. Bye.